The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus went out in the mountain to pray, and he spent the night in prayer to God. And when day came, he called his disciples and chose twelve of them, whom he also named apostles, Simon, whom he called Peter, and his brother Andrew, and James, and John, and Philip, and Bartholomew, and Matthew, and Thomas, and James, son of Alphaeus, and Simon, who was called the Zealot, and Judas, son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. Jesus came down with them and stood on a level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of the people from all Judea, Jerusalem, and the coast of Tyre and Sidon. They had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured, and all in the crowd were trying to touch him, for power came out from him and healed all of them. The Gospel of the Lord. We are reminded of a great lesson today, the importance of prayer, as Jesus spends an entire night in prayer before he chooses the Twelve Apostles. This is something that's very frequently done. It's mentioned many times in the Gospel of Luke, but the other Gospels as well. For example, in Mark's Gospel, he says, A long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. And in Matthew's Gospel, he went up on a mountain by himself to pray. And then we have today's passage and many other places in Luke's Gospel. We have to remember that Jesus is fully God and fully human, united in the second person of the Trinity, and yet here he is praying. It's a lesson for us. He wants us to enter into prayer as well and take it as seriously as Jesus did because we're called to carry on his ministry. We see how important prayer is because Jesus the night before he died, prayed to his Father, this is at the Last Supper, and he prays for us in three ways, for three petitions. One, that we are united, and how important is that for us as a family of parishes. Secondly, for our protection, how important is that because there's many factors in the physical and spiritual realms that are seeking us harm and for our sanctification, our continued growth in holiness. If you read John's Gospel, chapter 17, and that high priestly prayer, those three petitions are repeated by Jesus to the Father on our behalf. When we pray, it's not just us who pray, but now it's Jesus praying with us, because we know from the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 7, that Jesus now lives forever in heaven, interceding for us. So he's praying continually for us. So when we pray, we are joining our prayer to his, which means our prayer takes on all the more efficacy. It's not just me, puny, self, sinful, but rather I'm uniting my prayer. We do it especially at the Mass, because we unite our prayers. And just think of all the ways we're praying at Mass. At the beginning of the Confidia, we're praying for forgiveness of our sins, and then in the Eucharistic prayer, we're praying for those who have died. We're praying for unity for those who are outside the church. And then we're praying in thanksgiving for all God is doing. 
and then offering our sacrifice of praise to the Father in union with Christ, who is with us in the sacrament. So prayer has such importance in our lives. We also know the dangers of not praying because we have examples in the gospel where Jesus warned his disciples. If we look in the gospels, in John chapter 13, Jesus says, all of you will be made to stumble because of me this night, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. Now that was a warning that Jesus gave. But what did the disciples do? Peter answered and said to him, even if all are made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble. A rather boastful claim. What he should have done is right then and there prayed for assistance. And when they go into the Garden of Gethsemane, in fact, Peter, James, and John, who are asked to stay awake and pray, fall asleep. The contrast is striking because as these three inner circle fall asleep, Jesus falls prostrate and prays to the Father in great reverence and emotion. We know again the importance of prayer because of the first reading. Paul to his church says, as you have received Jesus Christ the Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him. That can only happen in sustained prayer. And he gives again a warning. He says, see to it that no one takes you captive through empty philosophies and deceits according to human traditions and the elemental spirits of the universe. There's lots of that going on. All kinds of strange teachings in the culture, changing the nature of reality and trying to bring us a sway into that way of thinking. Paul goes on to say, for in him, in Christ, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have come to fullness in him who is the head of every ruler and authority. So when we pray, we unite ourselves with Christ, who is the fullness of the deity, and he makes us strong. And then together, we build up the body of Christ. Finally, some of the saints remind us of the beauty of prayer. St. John Vianney stated, in the heart that loves God, there is always springtime. Brother Lawrence said, there is not in the world a kind of life more sweet and delightful than that of a continual conversation with God. Those only can comprehend it who practice and experience it. We have to be reminded of this every day because there's so many other things dragging us to do other things and to relegate prayer to the last thing that we do. It should be the foundation. We need someone like Jesus today to remind us of that as he goes up and spends the entire night in prayer before making a single decision, an important decision, but he's asking us to join him in that venture.